Major support for Out to Lunch Acadiana is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com, and by Business First Bank with locations in Lafayette and Lake Charles, providing personal and commercial banking, treasury management, and wealth solution services to help clients succeed. Business First Bank, banking with greater momentum. Support also comes from Wyndham Garden, Lafayette. From Social on Johnson Street in Lafayette, we're out to lunch with Peter Raschuti. Peter Raschuti is Professor of Finance and Director of the award-winning Birkenrode Reports. It's business Acadiana style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch Acadiana. If you're from an old school business background, you're used to thinking of business as chess, a battleground where in every interaction there can only be one winner. The current generation of business people don't think like this. We're in an era of the sharing economy. Home sharing business Airbnb has a capital valuation of over $12 billion, and car sharing business Uber is closer to $20 billion. The mindset finds its way into day-to-day business as well. Ground rules that used to be based on competition are becoming infused with a greater sense of cooperation. Today I want to introduce you to three local business people who are contributing to spreading wealth rather than merely accumulating it. Sky Rurito is the founder and the chair of the Gulf Coast Young Professionals Leadership Summit. The aim of the organization is to bring young professionals together with seasoned business and community leaders to give young professionals the tools to become local, regional, and national leaders who can make an impact on their community. Skyra, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thanks, Peter. We're used to associating business with the big city, traditionally the European capitals of uh, Paris and London and then New York with the centers of commerce. But today, you don't have to live in a population center to be a power player in business. You can live in Acadiana. You can live in Louisiana, and you don't even have to live in New Orleans or Lafayette. There's an association of young professionals in Vermilion Parish called Fuel Vermilion, and its chairman is Megan Landry Lalonde. Megan, welcome out to lunch. I'm so excited to be here. In 1984, a select group of thought leaders got together to discuss technology, entertainment, and design. And because of those three areas of interest called the get-together TED, T-E-D, today TED has grown way beyond that first meeting and under the brand name TEDx has spread around the world to become synonymous with sharing of great ideas. In Lafayette, there's a branch called TEDx Vermilion Street, and it's headed up by Taylor Slowey. Taylor, welcome to Out to Lunch. Thank you for having me. Taylor, originally TED Talks were only for a select few people who attended a live event, and then TED started posting the talks online, and they became hugely popular. Now, reportedly, over one and a half million people a day watch a TED Talk online. Now, all the TED Talks are 18 minutes long, but other than length, they don't seem to have much in common. How do you choose who gets to give a TED Talk? Oh man, that was one of the more difficult things we have faced in putting this event together. So we had a call for applications under a very broad (laughs) theme of je ne sais quoi. It kind of encaptures that special something. And Acadiana has that special something. You know, it's an intangible quality that really makes it what it is. And so we were looking for ideas that uh, enrich our community and kind of feature that je ne sais quoi and... We wanted to keep the theme very broad so that we could invite as many people as possible to apply. Um, And so we got, to our surprise, over 110 applications. And all were very impressive from our community. Uh, We didn't even know 110 people knew we were doing this, (laughs) let alone uh, applied. But um, 
you know, we had a great social media and marketing team and uh, a lot of help from other organizations that um, got the word out. And uh, when it came down to actually choosing, um, the applications went through several vetting sessions and we had a committee. Because what did you have to get it down to? Uh well, we have 11 presentations made up of 13 speakers. So well, two of the presentations are teams of people. Okay. Yeah, and you know, the one thing I've always wondered is uh, whether Ted, the big Ted, big Ted uh, International, has much say in the way you operate. Do they, they have do. some guidelines? They have uh, a lot of say in it, actually. <laughs> so uh, we, we have a lot of rules we have to follow. But when it comes down to choosing your event theme or um, your speakers, that's, that's very on your own. And so these are the X symbolizes that it's a locally organized event. And so while we do have rules that we're under, um, it's really meant to highlight the strengths in our community and spread our message to the rest of the world. And is it an annual event? It can be, yeah. We can, uh, How do you think you're going to do it? We, I think we're interested in doing it annually. And so after this year's event, we can reapply for our license and yes. uh, pursue that next year. Well, give me year. an example of, I, I know they, uh, what are some of the, the ones you had this year? In terms uh, of topics and oh boy, well, some of our speakers that will be featured, I'll I'll give those away. Um, we have some really interesting people uh, from a variety of different backgrounds. Um, we have a coastal ecologist that's going to be talking about um, some of the issues we face with climate you? change. No, yeah, I was just gonna say. <laughs> I'm running it. I'm doing the speak. I'm parking uh, the car. I'm a big fan it's of her, though. Okay. Beth Middleton. She's uh, at the USGS um, National Wetlands Research Center here. Um, we have a founder of the Cajun Artificial Heart Laboratory. And so he'll be speaking about some innovations he's working on with improving heart health. And that's so they are centered here. around Acadiana, though. It's yes, not like yes. The ideas are from people here. Um, but they're ideas that can be transposed to the rest of the world and um, be used by other people. And so that's why we're selecting those and getting the word out. Because their videos will be uploaded uh, oh, yeah. to YouTube. Oh, Ted can pick them up. And then those 15 million people you were talking right. about earlier will be and watching and I, people. I can't Katie stop Anna. watching them myself. And they said it's in some ways it's... Um, um, TED Talks have sort of replaced church, or at least the sermon part of it. You know, it's about yeah. 18 minutes, kind of. <laughs> got the, uh, and we're going to get angry letters from, from, from ministers. But the, um, the, uh, the uh, so I'm going to get that Taylor. That, now, let me ask you, if you guys did a TED Talk, what would it be? Hmm. That's a wonderful question. I do want to ask, Taylor, which topic are you most interested in learning about during the event? Oh man, I can't you pick. Can't They're, pick all They're all my babies. They're all You have to pick something out of your realm. You weren't expecting something a little bit different that you just weren't expecting someone to come well, up with. Well, I don't want to give too much away because okay, the event's yeah, in September. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yep. But we do have a talk entitled "Music and Metal Detecting." Oh, so two things that have never been in the same. That was yeah. the topic that I was going to say I was going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad somebody's bringing that to your event. <laughs> <laughs> now, Skyra, I would think your regular job as executive director of the Lafayette Community Health uh, Care Clinic must be pretty demanding. The, the Gulf Coast Young Professionals Leadership Summit is very impressive in, with this collection of people and events. 
In fact, it looks like the work of a professional convention planner. Um, how did you get the time and the, or the expertise to put it together, and what was your inspiration for this? So that's a very good question, Peter. Time and expertise. I have neither of those. Really? Well, that's, uh, <laughs> thank you. This has been an excellent interview. I'm just saying, uh, That makes the world go round, in my opinion. <laughs> Nobody has time. No. He's a very humble guest we found in the Acadia. No, but I've always had a huge passion for activating young professionals. I feel like um, a lot of times we like to wait. We're like, we have to set ourselves up. We have to be this age or we have to reach this level of, of success in our careers before we feel like we can do anything. And I'm like, no, we don't. We can start doing things right now, right. where we are, and, and the people that we know, like affecting our circles of influence. So kind of one of my inspirations for doing this was because I wanted to create a movement. I wanted to get all of these professionals from the Southeast region to come together and have conversations and figure out how they could collaborate and work together to create significant areas of change, not only locally and regionally, but nationally. Who knows what we can spark when we get two people from Houston and Acadiana together. I mean, oh, yeah. it could be some amazing things that could happen. Some sort of Boudin swap something. <laughs> that would be, uh, yeah. They, I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. What? And so you go all the way to, to Florida? Or well, where do you go to? Where do you? Um, right now, which we're reaching across to Alabama. I think that's kind of okay. where we're stopping. And then Texas is where we're stopping right now. But, I mean, this is our first. This is an inaugural one. So we're just seeing what kind of, what level of interest we're going to get first. But, I mean, I can see this becoming huge. That's, and do. it's going to be a once-a-year event? It will become annual. We're hoping that um, maybe we can move it. So instead of it just being in Lafayette, it could be in yeah. Lake Charles or Houston, or we could move it to Mobile. Or What about in between events? Uh, is there going to be some connection between the people? Or So we're hoping to create something like that. We're not sure what that's going to look like yeah. yet. But, yeah, we want to have something that happens in between events. Now, Megan, uh, there was a time not too long ago that if you grew up in Vermilion Parish or any part of rural Louisiana and you wanted to grow beyond the confines of tradition, you, you had to move. Uh, your organization, Fuel Vermilion, is dedicated to creating cooperation among young professionals to encourage each other to succeed in business in Vermilion Parish. Uh, presumably, you're not offering low-interest loans, and even the best cocktail party can only whip up so much in optimism. Uh, what programs are you implementing, and, and which do you find are working? While we don't push away from Acadiana as a whole, we have to work with our small confines of Vermilion Parish and grow what we currently have. We are one of the largest parishes, and unfortunately, we have so much untapped resources but we need that movement. We need those young professionals because we are the future to step up and make Vermilion Parish successful, make our people, our businesses, our community more successful. And Fuel was started four years ago on that whim of we need to get our young people talking. We need to get them their innovative ideas flowing. We need to get them to become leaders and bring revenue and bring businesses and bring our people back to our parish because did, did you have that problem when a lot of the, the sharpest people left i wouldn't say the Nothing. sharpest oh the yeah, <laughs> i more think ambitious. they sought out other opportunities yeah. in bigger communities and that's where we're trying to fight and take a stance and say hey vermilion parish is awesome and we have the resources we just need you to step up and be a leader figure out where can you receive that backing what kind of great ideas you have and let's kind of entertain them. Let's see what flows from that. And that's how FUEL started. And our acronym stands for Focus, Unite, Engage, and Lead. And that are the goals that we stand behind. Focus our young professionals, unite them to where we can create a better parish, engage them, whether it's through leadership events, whether it's through socials and mingling and figuring out who knows who and how we can get to the next step. And, of course, that last one is lead. You need someone to step up 
and take the reins and move it forward. And so we, we're, we're achieving that in small steps because of course everything takes time yeah. that we never Changing have, yeah. but we're getting there. In our four years, we have implemented so many great things, whether it be philanthropic and as well as leadership series. Our, our dignitaries are stepping up, our, uh, we're creating more political avenues for our members who never thought about running for office in the past or ever had interest. And people are really seeing that we're making waves. We're standing and saying we are the future and Vermilion Parish has a stake in the game. We want to be successful and we want you to be successful here in our parish. Now what about, um, are you involved in the the, the division that will be trying to attract new businesses to Vermilion Parish? I think economic development is everybody's game. I think everybody has a piece of that pie. Yep. Whether it's young, whether it's old, our old guard, guard as we call them, <laughs> our older generation. I'm sure that'll make you very uh, popular. Oh, there. I know, There's I know. But whether <laughs> it's, it's our young professionals, our old guard, everybody has a stake in economic development. It's about knowledge. Knowledge drives everything. And if you don't know what's available, if you don't know how to get it, where are we? Stuck in a rut. So that's what fueled. We're fueling up our parish. We're fueling up our leaders. We're trying to create a better tomorrow for our parish. And then let's take it from there. Let's do it, Katiana. Let's, let's all just make Louisiana that new country like we, we talked about earlier with Taylor. She says Louisiana is like a whole different country. Wow. It's so different here. But because we have so much passion for where we live. Now we just need our younger generation to grab onto that passion, that positivity, and let's make a movement and make a better parish community state. And to add to what, what Megan's saying, Peter, I mean, it's, it's, it's not just about knowledge, it's about our young professionals just deciding. Yes. Just, just deciding that, you know what, I see a need and I'm just gonna step up and I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Like, don't think about it, don't strategize about it. Sometimes, you know what, all you need to do is take that one first step. It just True. takes one step. And you know what you're gonna find? That someone behind you who didn't think that they could do it is gonna step up and say, I can help you with this part. And then someone else is gonna come in and say, I can help you with this part. And from there, now you have something. You've created something from nothing from you just deciding that you wanted to do something. And that's yeah. exactly how TEDx Vermilion Street formed. I was seeing um, friends from back in Nebraska that were giving yeah. TEDx talks in their towns, and I thought, you know, what if I, I'd like to give a TEDx talk, but there's no event here. So you check into that. I went to the ACA and approached them. They were supportive. They're like, why don't you take this a step further and see if you can get the license? And then, you know, it's all just about kind of making that snap decision that you're going to do it, commit to it. And before I knew it, I had a huge team of friends and local professionals and businesses that were helping to build it to put it together because it's not a one-person job exactly. ever. And it starts with a dream. It starts with a step. It starts with something small that people latch onto, and they want to back you. That's what's so surprising yes. about that I'm starting to notice is that we have our older generation, our younger generation. Everybody wants to be part of the greatness. Yes. And it just takes that one person to take an initiative. Well, help me on some. What are the major industries in Vermilion Parish? Come on, Vermilion Parish is just so legit. It's, it's <laughs> legit. I'm just trying. I'm not claiming it's not legit. I'm trying to what you're developing. I, up. I wouldn't say we so we have just certain things that make us entrepreneurial or business savvy. I think that what we have in Vermilion Parish is that hometown love, that hometown pride. We have our small mom and pop businesses that we are devoted to and they're devoted to our community. We have such a giving community. 
they'll give you the last dollar in their bank account. They can't even pay their employees next week. But you know what? They believe in you and what you're doing. And that's what I think Vermilion Parish has mostly. It's that their, their desire to do things different, to make things better, and that hometown pride that they're willing to offer you. Even if it's not that dollar, they're giving you that celebration, that cheerleader <laughs> in the background. So I think that's one thing I pride about Vermilion Parish is that camaraderie and that love for where we live and to make it better. Well, let me ask you something. If you do, you're, all three of you are doing something pretty terrific, and Acadiana is a pretty unique place. What, what you're doing, would it work outside of Acadiana, or do you think you, have a, you need a different model? Absolutely. Mm. Oh, no. Yep. No, no. It, it's, it's not the idea. It's the people. And you can find people like this anywhere. No, it's we want to create the epidemic. Don't get right. us wrong. No, we're going yeah, yeah. to start the movement. <laughs> okay, and then we're going to plant right. it in other places. That's all right. That's going to happen, Peter. So I-10 is, is not a restriction for you. You might Definitely have another group. Not. All right, no, we're well. already working on connecting Vermilion Parish to I-10 and everywhere else. There are no boundaries. Yeah. Yes, no limits. There are no <laughs> limits. I've lived in different countries, you know, yeah. and I've visited different countries. And I'm telling you, it's all about the people. You have to have the right people who are willing to step up and say, I'm going to decide today that I'm going to take a stand and this is what I want. Who is with me? You become that one crazy person, right? That crazy person that everyone's looking at and like, what is she doing? What is she? What? She's crazy. And <laughs> then before you know it, you get you three shows, crazy right? people and then you have 10 crazy people and then you're not crazy anymore. And all crazy people who don't have extra time right. <laughs> and don't have a whole lot of backing, but you know what? They're taking that initiative. A lot of crazy people have lots of extra time. That's I what say. I found in a lot of uh, a lot of my work here. You they, call uh, it crazy. crazy I say it that we're the movers and the shakers. Hello. That, you know, I would think what you're doing is particularly important right now with the with the oil and gas business kind of contracting. And, you know, that I think, you know, we're going to really need a lot of young energy to to pull that back together and find other industries and other careers. So. Absolutely, absolutely. And and I think all of these things that all of us are doing here is going to be kind of like the spark for that. This is, we're, we're, we're the test, we're the test ground. We're going to create that next level of, of leadership, that next level of business. We might create a new industry. You could never tell. Let me ask you something. If we came back and uh, we had lunch again, which we should do, um, <laughs> in, a, in a few years, how would, um, how would this region look different and also uh, why would it look different be uh, based on what you three are doing? Well, Acadiana is already growing. Businesses are seeking us out. They want to be part of it. We're already reaching out. Before we know, we'll be connected with Lake Charles and Streetport as far as businesses are concerned. So I, I don't think we're lacking anything here. So we're already in that growth stage. I'm thinking in the next 20 years, We'll be tooting horns and yelling out of our taxi cabs <laughs> because we'll be so, our growth will be so substantial that we'll need those. We'll be, we'll be New York City. Who knows? I With will. that Cajun culture, sassiness yes. in the background. Oh, I'm going to have to tell the people that. it's social. We'll need a bigger table. <laughs> That's, uh, I think in 10 years from now, what you're going to see is that a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of entrepreneurship mm -hmm. coming from in communities. I think there's a groundswell happening right now with people in their communities, in their little suburbs, in their areas where they live, and they're all coming together and saying, what can I do right now in this area that I can affect personally to change my community? And that's what's going to happen. In 10 years, you're going to see people leading from their communities instead of relying on the government, instead of relying on politicians. Yeah. They're going to be doing it in their communities and affecting change that way. What I foresee is that in the next 10 or 20 years, the perception of Louisiana, that's what I'd like to see changed. And I mean, we're being an outsider from Nebraska that's relocated down here. I've lived here five years. 
you talk to your friends back home. They're watching Swamp People. Yes, and, that's right. Uh, Duck I mean, Dynasty that's not bad. I mean, yep, that's, yep. that's cool. But, you got people hunting alligator, but... But nobody's talking about it as a, a business center. Thing. We're not yeah. really seen as an intellectual hub of ingenuity, right. maybe. And I think we are. And that's what I'd like to be perceived of as. I want to be... You know, I am proud of the degree I got from a Louisiana university. Sure. And I've had excellent opportunity here, so... That's that's where I see things going. Is we're going to be seen as kind of the cool place. Now it's time to do the uh, checklist, and this is the part oh, of the show, right. yes, where we take a little break, a uh, little lamb break, I guess. We'll take a break and ask you a quick question. You probably wouldn't find on a loan application. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna start with Skyra. I can't even imagine what this response will be. But um, do you have a favorite saying? I do. So it's kind of twofold. So the first part of that is something that Eric Thomas said. He said, you can't beg average people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal, and you will attract phenomenal. So my saying is, yes, yes. live life without limits. All like right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> that is, uh, all right, okay. That's a bumper sticker. I'm going forward now. They, uh, I just telling those. Taylor, uh, what were your career plans when you were in college? So... I, what I'm doing now is not at all what I thought I'd be doing when I went into my freshman year of college. Uh, I didn't think I was capable of being a scientist. Uh, my freshman year, I failed my first biology class. Well, that's it's, a good start. It's yes. too tough. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone starts right. So, right? Yeah. See but if they then, had a sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I kept getting inspired by the people around me, and they made it seem like the norm was to go on and get your Ph.D. And so because my friends were doing it, then I, I was like, well, I better do this. And and a huge supportive family that, you know, whatever dream you have, they'll my parents will support me all the way. And so I think it's all about kind of combating that self-doubt aspect. And that's for any entrepreneur, I think, would be applicable to them. But um, just kind of continuing to move forward. And um, if you can dream it, you can do it, right? Now, Megan... Um, have you heard any feedback about your management style uh, that led you to make an adjustment? I was told that I'm very authoritative. Oh, really? Who would have guessed? I know. I, I would have just uh, meeting me that. today. I Come checked on. the box demure, actually, is what I had. They, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm so just laid back and go with the flow. But I was, so I have been, I'm very good with constructive criticism. I have learned to focus more on everybody. If there's a topic, everybody gets an opinion. And then majority rules. And I know that's probably such a side as like flipping a coin. But um, I have been told that. But I think it was because I was young, I was aggressive, and I was passionate. Well, you know, one thing you, you three have in common um, is the fact that you all have day jobs. But uh, what do you think down the road? Do you think what you're doing will uh, grow to the point where that's what you do Forever? Yeah. Absolutely. And oh, not so much forever, but uh, it's full time. Think of it that way. Uh. I think everything in life is, is meant to happen. It, it unfolds the way it's supposed to unfold. I think that this is a journey. This is one step to my journey. It's not my ultimate destiny, but I'm, I'm actually on the way to where I'm supposed to be. Um, I do see myself for many years growing with Valor. Uh, the type of work that I do, the, um, we live in a society where we need to be less stuck and have that free range to do things. And he allows me to grow, to be chairman of FUEL, to be part of the chamber, to do all these civic activities and still provide him with 
the most professional service ever. So yeah, I think yeah, that, yeah. do I want to get rid of them? No, I don't think so. I think this is my I think this is my chosen path for quite some time, and I look forward to growing both civically and professionally with the Department of Defense. Well, and Taylor, hey. you I mean you love both of ends of your business, I, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely going to. You're going to save us because if you don't do something <laughs> about the wetlands, we won't be having this show, right? Yeah, I'm we'll most passionate about uh, environmental protection, environmental restoration, but I think. I'm also the type of person that if I'm not overworked and you know have something to do every minute, I'm just bored. So I like having these projects. And if it wasn't putting on a TEDx event, it would be something else. So, but what I'm finding is that what I'm learning through putting on the TEDx program, although it has nothing to do with saving the wetlands, it's it it comes back. It filters back. It's building connections. It's learning how to ask for help. Uh, that's a huge. Thing I've learned from this. It's learning uh, how to approach sponsors and, and all of that I think down the road will be very, very helpful yes. for Absolutely. doing environmental work. Seems like we're all doing some sort of level of servant leadership. Yeah, I would like to call it leadership. Yeah. I think, but we're serving. I think so too. Yeah, and well I that, love that. That's the way I'll think of you. There's <laughs> 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 now Taylor Slowey as Skyra Rito, uh, Megan Landry Lalonde. It used to be that after a business person got successful, either guilt or a newfound sense of the greater good motivated them to, as everybody used to put it, give something back. Uh, today, people like you are not waiting to give back. They're simply giving. Uh, the three of you are inspirational. Uh, it's been invigorating and encouraging to get, you know, get to know you all. And thank you for, for everything you're doing. And thank you for taking the time out to join me out to lunch. Absolutely. Thank you. It's so much fun. It has been. I feel better about the world now. There's uh, <laughs> my, my guests on Out to Lunch today have been Taylor Slowey. She's the lead organizer of TEDx Vermilion Street in Lafayette. Sky Rurito, uh, chairman of the Gulf Coast Young Professionals Leadership Summit. And Megan Landry Lalonde, chairman of Fuel Vermilion. You can find out more about TEDx, the Young Professionals Summit, and the Young Professionals of Vermilion Parish by following the links on our websites, krvs.org and itsacadiana.com. Today's show is recorded live over lunch at Southern Social Table and Bar in Lafayette. Southern Social is open six days a week for lunch and dinner, and it also has brunch on Sundays. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our theme song is Encore Monsieur Nice Guy, written by Mitch Foreman and performed by Mitch Foreman and Andre Michaud. Our Acadiana business consultants are Pete Prados, Zach Barker, and Dr. Blake Escudet. You can get the show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows. You can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites. It's acadiana.com and krvs.org. If you want to know what we look like, you can find photos from this show on our website and Facebook page. These photos were taken by Gwen O'Cran. Support for Out to Lunch comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette, located off Pinhook near Calise Saloon, with 290 meeting rooms and 14 thousand square feet of meeting space to accommodate groups from 10 to 500 for meetings, conferences, weddings, and high school reunions. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRVS 88.7 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here for more business Acadiana style on Out to Lunch. Major support for Out to Lunch Acadiana is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker. Established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base, joneswalker.com. 
and by Business First Bank with locations in Lafayette and Lake Charles, providing personal and commercial banking, treasury management, and wealth solution services to help clients succeed. Business First Bank, banking with greater momentum. Support also comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette.